What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where you can hear the real stories behind the people on social media. I'm your host, Jacob Kelly, and today is a takeaways episode. And if you're new here, what a takeaways episode is, is where I sit down and I talk to you about the most recent podcast episode of the week. And today we're discussing my conversation with Isaiah Rivera. Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the full podcast yet, Isaiah is one of the best professional dunkers on the planet, arguably the number one professional dunker on the planet. And the craziest part is he hasn't even really scratched the surface. He's only scratching the surface of his potential because he's only 21 years old. That's right. 21 years old, one of the top athletes in his sport in the world. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the world of pro dunking, it's actually crazy what these guys can do with the basketball. So you've likely heard of or seen the NBA dunk contest. Isaiah participates in contests like the NBA dunk contest all over the world. And that is his profession. They get graded on their dunks, their creativity. It's a little bit, it depends on the competition, how the grading system works, but that's what a pro dunker is. He competes in dunk contests all over the world and gets money depending on how well he performs. And on top of that, on the social media side of things, Isaiah has 130,000 followers on Instagram. He's verified. Some of his dunks have been so crazy that they go viral, including one dunk that people have argued is the best dunk ever done where he jumped and in the air, put the ball between between his legs and then behind his back and then dunked it all in the air. So he's gone viral there. He's also got, I believe, 36,000 followers on or subscribers on YouTube. He's sitting at over 60,000 followers on TikTok despite not, despite not liking that platform. But he's done well for himself in a professional sense with basketball. Social media things are popping off for him. Things are going well. His YouTube's really starting to pick up steam right now. His Instagram, of course. I believe when I talked to him, when I first reached out to him back in October, he was sitting at about 90,000 followers. He's got over 40,000 followers in the last, I want to say since October, October, November, a few, however many months that is. And that's actually one thing I wanted to hit on before we really get into the takeaways for this episode is one thing, like if you're a podcaster out there or someone that, or maybe you do articles with people and you reach out to people, try and interview them for different things, whether it be a podcast or articles, or whatever, YouTube video, don't necessarily give up the first time. So I reached out to Isaiah. I want to say it was in October. I reached out to him. I said, Hey man, I'd love to record an episode of my podcast with you. Let me know. And he's like, yeah, I'm in hundred percent. I'm down. And I was like, he's sick. And then I reached out to him again or we set up a date. Ended up, he had to reschedule last minute because something came up with his schedule, of course, life of a professional athlete. I get it, no worries. We reschedule the podcast. Unfortunately, like due to, this was around the time he did the behind the back between the legs dunk. So he was really popping off at that point. I'm assuming he was getting tons of DMs. My DM just kind of fell through the cracks, got missed. Reached out to him a couple times after that, still didn't hear anything back. You know, I was like, you know what? I might as well take a shot. I have a list in my phone of everyone I've reached, everyone I've reached out to that I've made contact with. People that have either said yes, and we just haven't been able to get the get it done and actually record the episode. People that say no, people that I should reach out to, people like, oh, I have all structured in my phone. And either way, I moved Isaiah down to like someone that had said yes, but it ultimately kind of fell through and he just sat there for a couple months. And I was like, you know what? Let me give it one more shot. Like, why not? I'll reach out to Isaiah, see if I can get it done, see if I can get him on the podcast. And I did. And he hit me back pretty much right away. I was like, yo, I'm so sorry. I never actually saw these messages. And I was like, no worries. <laughs> um, and either way, so kind of the story behind that is don't necessarily let it get, one thing that I used to do my podcast, if someone said yes, and then just, it never happened, it never happened. But I've made a ha- made a point of it now to make sure I write the names of people down that say yes, and it falls through so that I can follow up with them and eventually get them on the podcast. Sometimes it doesn't, still doesn't happen, but in cases like Isaiah, it does. So you never know, right? Shoot your shot. If someone said yes, 
don't be annoying, but you can follow up with them a couple times. And if they still don't answer, then maybe let it go. But one thing, if you're hosting a podcast, just don't be deterred if someone stops getting back to you. These people are busy, right? Again, don't be annoying. That's not what I'm saying. I think since October, I've probably sent Isaiah a collection of four messages, but it was just an interesting thing I wanted to point out that this podcast, had I not sent him that message again months later, he would have said no. Or not would have said sorry, it never would have happened. But I'm glad it did happen. And there's some good stuff in this interview I want to share with you today. And the first one being, I want to talk about Isaiah's commitment to dunking early on. Even today, but early on, he kind of didn't look like he was supposed to be a dunker, right? He said he was a late bloomer. He was not the tallest guy in the world, didn't have the craziest vert, but he didn't let that stop him. And he like committed, you know, I'm going to, one, I'm going to dunk a basketball and two, I'm going to become a professional dunker. And like, we didn't talk about it too, too much. His early days on the podcast, we only had an hour. So I wanted to make sure we were able to kind of get through his whole story. So I'm going to kind of highlight some of the stuff I'm talking about here might not necessarily have been covered too heavy in the podcast, but he was so committed to dunking. He'd go and he was still playing basketball all the time. He'd go to basketball, do a full basketball practice, which probably like two hours. And then he'd come home and he'd dunk for two to three hours every single day. This guy was outside, no matter what, throwing down dunks, trying new dunks, full rim, low rim, doing all kinds of different things, doing different things to test to, to, to work on his vertical just for hours at a time out there dunking despite the fact he might might have looked like someone at a glance like this guy's never gonna be able to dunk i don't know why he's trying that hard but he didn't let any of that deter him he worked at it until he got it done and it's actually really cool he has a video of the first dunk he ever did on video maybe i'll try and share it on social media this week when the podcast comes out it's cool to kind of see that considering where he is now and you don't see that work you don't see that progression granted in isaiah's case if you do a deep scroll through instagram you can but most people won't take that time and you won't, won't see the progression of him literally not being able to dunk on a 10-foot rim five years ago to today being the best dunker on the planet. You have to want it. There's that, there's that famous quote from, I believe it's E.T., the hip-hop preacher. I'm pretty sure it's him talking. It's an old, it's like a motivational video. It was like popular on YouTube, I want to say, back when I was 16. I guess when Isaiah was 16 as well. And the quote is like, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. And that's kind of what I thought when I, when I heard Isaiah and I was doing my research and I was reading his story and learning about him. That's kind of the quote that was just kind of in my mind as I was going through all of his content and everything he's done because he literally dedicated like his life to dunking. And he stays committed today. That's another thing that I want to hit on. So one, he was so committed early on didn't care what people thought. He was going to dunk a basketball. He was going to become one of the best dunkers on the planet. And here he is today. But that doesn't mean he's not committed to the game anymore. I've heard Isaiah described as a student of the game. He is still just as invested in dunking as he was when he was 16 years old and he threw down his first dunk. And that's another key to being successful. It's one thing to reach the top. But what do you do once you're there to stay at the top? That's what's going to separate the greatest from everyone else is once they get to the top, they're not satisfied and they're going to keep working to stay at the top. And that's what Isaiah is going to do. It's going to be fun to watch his career over the next years as he continues to develop his game and throw it on even more crazy dunks that have never been done before. And what, so what's crazy thing that we're talking about, I'm talking about Isaiah in this context right now, one of the greatest dunkers of all time when two years ago, People knew Isaiah, but he wasn't really on the map. 
Like he said, like he's considered one of the top five dunkers on the planet, arguably number one. But he said in 2018, or 2019 was when things really popped off for him. That's when he started going to competitions and people started to know who he was and like things really blew up. But he said in 2018, he was the same dunker, probably as good as he was in 2018 as he was in 2019, but he didn't get his shot. And the thing I want to, like, he didn't get his shot, but he didn't give up. He wasn't like, man, I'm probably, I'm, I'm good enough to be with these guys, but I'm not getting my shot. Should I, am I doing it? Like, should I stick with pro dunking? Like he said, he recently graduated. He had a 4.3 GPA, which is just insane. But despite not getting a shot, despite having a viable career path that he would have gotten through graduating from University of Central Florida, he stuck with dunking because he knew how good he was. He didn't give up and he stayed ready for when they called. And when they did call, he crushed it. Now he's considered one of the best dunkers on the planet. Uh, treat your content the same way. Treat your social media the same way. Even if people aren't watching, even if people aren't liking or commenting, just stay consistent. A previous guest on this podcast, episode number 82, Bobby Hobart, his big thing was just stay punch in the bag. You know, just stay consistent. Keep punching the bag because eventually when you get that opportunity, you'll be ready. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, this was, this is a dunking, not like a, it's a dunking specific term. And if you don't know what this means, I'll clarify it. I want to talk about how low rimming can almost like apply to your life. Now, what low rimming is, for people that don't understand, is when you, when you lower your rim, self-explanatory. So a regular rim is 10 feet tall. But if you lower it, so you lower it maybe to nine feet, eight and a half, eight feet. And Isaiah did this and still does this to this day. He low rims. And why he does that originally, it helped him work on his vertical. He would dunk on lower rims to kind of get used to dunking. And then as he would, as his vertical would increase, he would increase the height. And eventually he just worked up to a 10 foot rim. But originally he started maybe a seven and a half, eight foot rim and just worked his way up in rim height until he was at 10 feet. And he still does this today to practice new dunks because doing a dunk, for example, like the between the legs behind the back dunk is tough to do on a 10 foot, but it's easier to do it on an eight foot rim or an eight and a half foot rim, a nine foot rim. So what he will, what he'll do is he'll go and he'll practice these new creative dunks where it's easier for him to complete the dunk so he can get used to doing the motion. So when he gets ready to do it on the 10 foot rim, he has the experience of doing it on an eight foot rim, a nine foot rim. And when, then when he gets to the 10 foot rim, he's able to do it. I thought this was an interesting analogy to kind of a way to look at your life. And I have a bit of, I thought of a, a way to like make another form of like another analogy for low rimming and how it applies to your life. Kind of the one I have, it's not the greatest, but think of it like business. It's very rare where your first business is going to explode and become massively successful. When you talk to a lot of these successful people and successful entrepreneurs, a lot of them have failures along the way. Tons of failures, failed companies, failed relationships, failed whatever. But let's focus on the failed companies aspect. The failed company, they still might have learned lessons and different things along the way that they can then apply to their successful business. They worked their way up the same way Isaiah worked his way from a seven and a half to an eight to an eight and a half to a nine to a nine and a half to a 10 foot rim your experience in life eventually works itself up towards that, the peak, that 10 foot rim, everything you do compounds. 
the work you do on an eight foot rim is going to compound and the amount of jumping you do compounds and eventually you'll be able to make it to an eight and a half foot rim. And that work will compound and you'll be able to make it to a nine foot rim. Same thing applies to your life. Work your way up. If Isaiah tried to dunk on a 10 foot rim and always tried to dunk on a 10 foot rim, he might have never been able to dunk. He might not be where he is today if he just focused on a 10 foot rim and only tried to dunk on a 10 foot rim. Imagine how discouraging that would be when he knows he doesn't have the vertical to dunk and he's only out there trying to dunk on a 10 foot rim when he can't even do it. Look at your life the same way. Imagine trying... I'm trying to think of a good example, but you're never going to come out and get that number one spot. You're never going to hit the peak right off the bat. You have to work up to it the same way you have to work up to dunking on a 10-foot rim by dunking on a lower rim. Not my greatest, not my cleanest analogy, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Now, the next point here, this is one that has come up many times on this podcast, and I always call it out in the takeaways episode. And if you listen, you probably know where, if you've been listening to this podcast for a substantial period of time and you listen to this Isaiah podcast, you probably know where I'm going with this. I always hammer on this point. You can use your phone to create any type of content. Isaiah Rivera is one of the top dunkers on the planet. He gets thousands of new subscribers a month. He gets millions of views on his YouTube And up until just recently, he did it all from his cell phone. He even edited on his cell phone. He literally said he recorded on his phone and edited on iMovie on his phone. He had no fancy camera. He had no laptop. He did it all from his phone. I can't emphasize enough how important that is. You don't need to go drop thousands of dollars on a camera. You don't need to go drop thousands of dollars on on a new laptop. You don't need to spend tens, hundreds of dollars a month on different subscriptions for different programs in order to record and be a YouTuber or be a podcaster or a blogger or a writer, you can create any type of content from your phone. I am serious. I saw a tweet the other day, yesterday, actually, was it today? I'm going to see a tweet today that due to the coronavirus and everything, everyone is obviously starting their own podcast, I guess. Um, but a tweet said that, uh-oh, Amazon is out of podcast mics. And someone's like, what is everyone going to do now? You don't need a mic to start a podcast. You can literally use your phone, record audio on your phone and upload that to Anchor and post it. You want to be a YouTuber? Record videos using your cell phone. Isaiah Rivera did this and he's one of the best dunkers on the planet. Want to be a writer? Obviously, that's even easier for you to wrap your head around. You just literally pull it out and type like you're texting and write articles using your phone. You can create content on your phone. The quality of what you produce isn't in the gear, it's in the person. Don't let your don't let yourself get in the way of creating content. All right? Like I said, he is literally one of the best athletes on the planet and he used his phone. What's your excuse? Last thing I want to talk about is Isaiah's consistency. We kind of hit on this before, but it's been a theme throughout the podcast. He was consistent with dunking every day for hours at a time. He was consistent with Instagram. He's been posting on Instagram for about seven years now, and things are finally starting to pop off. He's been posting on YouTube also for seven years, and only over the last several months, things have been starting to pop off. He posted three times a day. Sorry, not a day. He posted on YouTube three times a week for nine months and didn't really see much traction. The needle wasn't moving for him. And then eventually, one video popped 
and it changed everything. But that video wouldn't have popped had he not been consistent and been posting three times a week for nine months. Isaiah's biggest tip when it came to social media, what he said on this podcast, was just to be consistent. Have a consistent schedule. This builds momentum. This is a couple of different things. One, your audience then becomes used to your schedule. They know that every single Tuesday at 4 p.m. you upload a new YouTube video. In my case, every single Monday morning, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new podcast interview drops. Every Thursday, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new takeaways episode drops. A consistent schedule gets your audience in the habitual behavior of expecting to listen to your podcast, watch your YouTube videos. This also builds momentum with yourself. Honestly, I haven't missed a week of uploading a podcast on a Monday since probably October of 2018. Could you imagine if I missed one now? I would feel terrible. It holds you accountable because there's all this momentum into all the work you've done now. And imagine just stopping. I mean, I'm, I'm riding the wave of this momentum of this podcast. I'm accountable to keeping that momentum. And another thing too, another interesting thing that he talked about was that you learn more by being consistent. If I posted a podcast once a month, one month, three times a month, the next month, twice a month, twice the next month, once the month after, that's like, if I post one podcast a month, let me better analogy here, man, my analogy game is never very strong, but it's really off today. But imagine if I posted one podcast a month and that's it. Cool, I'm being consistent, but really not enough for it to matter. I'm learning at the same rate that I'm learning right now posting a podcast every week. Right now, I post a podcast, four podcasts a month. If I posted one podcast a month, it would take four months for me to learn everything I learned in one month. So by being consistent, you're also learning quicker because you're trying new things, you're experimenting, you're getting feedback quicker. So by doing that, you're going to improve your content. Staying consistent, even though people aren't watching, is important. Because ultimately, by being consistent, like I said, you're going to be getting better. You're going to be learning new ways to improve your content so that eventually, when people do find your content, it's better than it had been if they would have found you right off the hop. So now that because it's better content, there's a higher likelihood that they're going to subscribe or follow to stick around. And two, another thing we've talked about this podcast in the past, if you've been consistent, in Isaiah's case, for nine months, okay? Let me try and do some quick math here for you. Nine. So he's got nine months. And he posted three videos a week. We'll say there's four videos a month. That's 12 videos a month. 12 times nine is 108. Thank you very much. That's 108 videos now that people can go back and watch after his video popped. 108 videos that they can go back and binge. If he popped on his first video, there's nothing for people to binge. If people are watching multiple multiple of your videos, there's a higher likelihood that they're going to subscribe. No one watches two, three, four videos of yours in a row because they hate them right? Unless they really hate them and they have a, anyways, but no one watches three, four, five videos of yours in a row if they hate them. So by having 108 videos, that's 108 videos that people can click on. And then after that, there's 107 videos that they can click on. So it allows people to binge them and really get an understanding of who you are and really connect with you and your content. So there's just so much value to being consistent and it's really important. And like I said in the beginning, don't get discouraged if people aren't watching, if people aren't listening, because you're just sharpening that sword and you're ready for when they do listen. And speaking of listening, 
I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Whether you're listening the entire way through or you're only listening to bits and pieces, I really appreciate you taking the time to check this out. Do me a big favor. Go and follow Isaiah on Instagram. Go and subscribe to his YouTube channel. If you're going to do one, subscribe to his YouTube. That's what he said is his most important platform. So definitely check out Isaiah. I'll make sure everything's linked in the show notes down below. If you'd like to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Jacob Kelly. Feel free to come and say hello. My DMs are always open. I'd love to chat with anybody that listens to this podcast. Whether you want to talk about some of the takeaway points that I had or you want to share some takeaways you had from the Isaiah one. I would absolutely love that. So please slide into my DMs. If you'd like to follow the podcast, you can find us on Instagram and at my social life podcast. I've recently rebranded the show, so I'd love to know what you think about that. Or you can find us on YouTube at my social life. One other thing, if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a rating and a review. The more positive ratings and reviews we get, the more it helps some people find the show and really helps to grow the community that we're developing here. Also, make sure if you are new that you subscribe and stay tuned for future episodes. Like I said when I was ranting there, every Monday, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, there's a new interview. Every Thursday, there's a new takeaways episode like this one here. I really appreciate you taking time to check this out, everyone. Thank you so much once again. We'll talk soon.